basically people don't really care how much you know until they know how much you care it's that ideology like people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care at the end of any interaction how you make people feel is what really defines who you are Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this fine podcast, the podcast that is focused on your self-development and growth. My name is Kevin Miner and I'm so honored to bring you yet another episode that I hope and pray for sure will enhance your life, if not completely change it, right? So allow me to thank you. I always like starting with some art of gratitude. <laughs> so allow me to thank you for being such an amazing audience, honestly, for our little community that keeps coming back, that keeps sharing the podcast, that keeps making us to grow. We are, I could say, a family. Kevin's pod family. <laughs> I have a big family. Anyway, um, allow me to thank you genuinely. And if you are new, tafadhali, feel at home. Karibu sana. Welcome. I'm hoping and my prayer is that by the time you are getting out of here, you are thirsting for more. And, you know, you're excited to share the podcast as well through advocacy. You know, when you tell your friend, you tell your family, you send them a link, we grow much better because there's that aspect of credibility. And it really does us a great deal. A great deal. So it's my hope that you will remain with us, you know, listen till the end, enjoy the podcast, binge, listen to all the episodes and just, you know, feel the vibe, right? Before I get into the podcast, we did a little something a few weeks ago, right? It was actually it's one week ago. It was, we had a giveaway and the book was by Mark Mainson. Mark Mainson. It was the subtle, ad, the subtle act of not giving an F, right? And, um, you know, guys jumped on the challenge. It was very impressive. At first, we come out, we're going to doubt. But guys started jumping on the challenge. And um, there were very specific in instructions to be followed. And as much as, you know, people jumped in, the people who did not follow the instructions to the latter, you know, there's all is that type of there are always those people actually the majority but there was one or two people who did actually follow all the steps right and so we did eventually get the winner who actually outdid herself went overboard you know posted a couple of screenshots you know tagged us used the hashtag gave an awesome review and we decided who you who you watch at kitabu kwa sababu ameitisha kwa nguvu and so our winner for the giveaway is uh, goes by the username on Instagram, underscore guitar underscore, right? Her full name is Rita Guitar. So Rita did an amazing job, jumped on the challenge as early as possible. One of the first people to actually jump on the challenge, share it on, on her platforms. And uh, we are grateful. So congratulations to Rita. You have gotten yourself a book. We will get in touch and see how you can get it amidst the current status quo of COVID-19. We'll make sure that you still get the book regardless. So that just goes on to short. Let's jump into this. You know, all this is thanks to Wilking Studios who are powering us and making the podcast better and better every single day. So you can check them out at Wilking Studios on, on Instagram. They're an amazing, amazing, uh, they're amazing people doing amazing things, right? So yeah, congratulations to Rita. Now, on this episode, we're going to be talking about something very interesting. And this is from one of my favorite books that we actually covered on episode 41, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, right? And the topic of today is quite the topic, right? So the title is Five Mentality Types Determining Your Human Interaction. Or as the book refers to it, The Paradigms of Human Interaction. So to start off, we are 
naturally social beings, right? We are naturally social beings, and that's given. Like I was reading, I was reading somewhere this week about personal branding, and it's very interesting how it all adds up to your reputation. Literally, your your success in your career, or let's say as a brand, you know, whether you're trying to make people purchase an item, you know, click on that link, you know, um, accrue an audience. All that depends on how many people know you, right? Like there's a percentage of it that depends on how many people know you. Now, I'm not discrediting the fact that, you know, people buy into your belief. Like literally your audience, there are people that believe in the same thing that you believe. But there's a percentage of it that is literally determined but by how many people know you. And it's, 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 it's actually less about, you know, people knowing you and you knowing people by their names. Like you guys can call each other. It's, it's less of that and more of, People knowing you to the extent that they can describe who you truly are. Basically, people don't really care how much you know until they know how much you care. It's that kind of ideology. Like people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. At the end of any interaction, how you make people feel is what really defines who you are. And all this, mind you, is dependent on your mentality type. Like how you make people feel because of your interaction will depend on your mentality type, or as Steve Covey refers to it, your paradigm of human interaction. So let's look at these types. What are they? What are they? So number one, there is the win-win paradigm of human interaction, right? So there, there is the win-win mentality type. Now, this is basically, you know, a frame of mind and heart that basically seeks mutual benefits in all human interactions. Basically, people who operate from such a mentality, they're those type of people that will ensure that both parties, you know, in like a negotiation or something, they'll ensure that both parties actually feel good and are committed to the action plan. Remember, it's all about how you make people feel that really matters. So these are that type of people that they'll make sure that at the end of this discussion, at the end of what you're trying to do, at the end of everything, both parties that came here to try and gain from it actually do gain from it feel good about it, and end up being committed in the action plan. Whatever we have decided, that's all. That's what we'll be committed towards. At the same time, these are people who tend to look at life as cooperative and less of like a competitive field. In, in other words, these are people who like operate from an abundance mindset. I've talked about this before. And generally, it means they believe that there is enough for everyone. Literally, my success does not taint yours. Right and vice versa. Like you having that success, you making money moves does not mean that it takes anything away from my success or from my life. And you realize that majority of us have that flawed thinking. Like it's either strong or weak, right? It's either hard or soft. It's either win or lose. At the end of the day, this is how we have been programmed or rather brought up in society, which is a perfect segue for the next paradigm of human interaction, which is which is the win-lose mentality type, right? So simply put, if I win, you lose. Like, that's it. And these are people who you'll find in leadership, they tend to be very authoritative. And for them, it's like, if I get my way, you don't get yours. So these are people you'll see using their positions or, you know, their power or, you know, their, um, their credentials. And even sometimes their personalities to literally get their way and and i know you might be thinking okay fine these are horrible people weird horrible people i don't want to hear about them 
But what's interesting is that many of us fall under this category. Yes, and it all starts from home. Like when a child is compared to another. I've had parents saying, yo, why can't you be like the neighbor child? Or why can't you be like that, you know, neighboring kid who makes money moves or is so committed to studying and everything? Parents are literally withdrawing love and care on the basis of comparison. So you get a child growing up and thinking, if I do this thing in this particular way, my mom and dad will love me more than my brother. Like it's that pathetic. Like by the fact that my, my bro is losing, is getting less love than me, that means I am their favorite child. And this trickles down even in school because school accentuates it even worse. You'll find where students are ranked not based on their potential, but comparison. So for example, if I get an A in Brian somewhere, you know, because of Kevin O'Brien, so Lazima had to make sure Kevin Brian. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> if, 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 for example, I get an A and Brian gets a B, right? You will find I will be categorized top 10 simply because I beat Brian, right? And mind you, Brian might have maximized his potential. Like maybe that was his best. But on the other hand, I might have just used like half of my potential because I can get even more than that A. But basically, school teaches you that as long as you beat this person, you are the best student in that school. I hope you get my point. And it's so, and why I'm saying the, most of us fall into this category is because it runs down to every other part of life. Look at sports. Look at law, for example. When we get into trouble, what's the first thing we do? We think of the, the person we will blame next or the person we will sue next. Literally, we are wired to be defensive completely defensive, whereby for me to truly win, I have to win at the expense of another, right? And it is so flawed, flawed thinking that is instilled in us as we grow up, as we go through life. And that's why you find people, you know, being jealous by simply the fact that I am doing great in my circumstance or in my life, they tend to think it's like they feel something is being removed from them, right? So when someone is doing well, you tend to be jealous. When someone is performing amazingly well, exceedingly in their area of craft. You feel jealous even though you're in a totally different area of craft. But when they're doing bad, you you actually feel like you're motivated and you feel like you're at a much better level than them. So that's the win-lose mentality. The flip side or the inverse of that is the lose-win, which is actually our third mentality type. And you are to basically, see, you can on Instagram captions, you can see that step on us, we are your cockroaches, oh, kindly roast us, we are your onions, do you want These are the people I'm talking about. But anyway, that's on a lighter note. But you'll, you'll see why I'm saying that. These are people who are willing to let you have your way, right? Like, they are willing to sacrifice their wins or successes or their dreams and goals so that you see yours come into fruition. I know, it sounds generous, but it is not because these are people who have no standards, they have no demands or expectations at all. Basically, they are flat. The book actually emphasizes that these type of people are worse than the win-lose type of people. They are worse than them because here's why. First of all, if I don't have any standards, if I'm willing to go by your way anytime, any way you want it to go, that means I'm a person pleaser, right? So these are people pleasers, right? First of all, they are quick to say yes. They are the nice guys. You've heard of the nice guys, right? So they have very little encouragement or they have very little courage to actually express what they truly feel inside, to express their needs. And 
I don't know if you've ex- experienced this, but I know part of me has experienced this. And I remember one time, you know, uh, when I was young, my grandma used to tell me, yo, don't ever tell me yes. When I ask you something, don't tell me yes. If I'm giving you an option, don't tell me yes. Tell me what exactly you want and how you even want it. Like, be so specific because you have the right. Right? But for me, I was always like, you know, less confident. Nah, 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 nah. I'll just say yes. Oh, that, that's what you thought I wanted. Okay, fine. I'll take it. Though I know inside I would have wanted it better or in this other way. So in turn, these type of people end up harboring so much feelings within. Right? Like they bury a lot of feelings within them. As a result, they become overly sensitive and even end up injuring their self-esteem. Episode 42, we talked about inferiority complex. That people who are inferior, ndiohawa. Because they generally cannot exp- they cannot speak up. They cannot say, no, this is how I want my way. They are always willing to let you have your way in every circumstance. Like you can literally crush and step on them. I hope you see why I was saying, ndiohawa, to uh, step on us, we are your cockroaches. Ndiohawa. <laughs> right? But if you look at life even in general, um, there's a part of the book that says we generally tend to swing like a pendulum on these two, you know, the win and lose and the lose and win. Because, you, for example, you'll find yourself sometimes, you'll be like, okay, fine, on the first instance, you start feeling guilty and you're like, oh my goodness, maybe it was my fault. Um, so you start feeling guilty, sad and sorry, and you are lopsided towards the lose-win mentality, right? And then you realize, wait, me, I'm budging and they're not budging. And it was actually their fault. Actually, me, I was perfect. And then then you get angry. And again, you turn into the win-lose mentality. So we tend to shift between these two, right? And it's very interesting. Mentality type number four, the lose-lose mentality. Now, this is very interesting because it comes as a result of two people working from a win-lose mentality coming together. Right? So basically, when two determined, egocentric, stubborn individuals come together, they both lose. <laughs> right? I don't know. I don't even ever experience this. But sometimes we do focus too much on the enemy that we are monomaniacally determined to make them lose, even if it means we lose as well. Right? So for example, I was thinking about this and it's very interesting. It took me back to like uh, class 3, comma class 4 when we were petty. Petty as ever. And I remember I had, I had two pencils, right? So I had, a, I, had a, I had this two fake pencils and it was a rubber paju. And you could buy a shop like two bob or something. And then I had like a HP pencil, right? It was a HP, I think so. Right? Like very, you know, easy to buy specifically for composition. I had that. And I remember I used to use this rubber pencil and people knew I had the rubber pencil. In fact, they used to have stickers around them. It was very weird. But then when I got this other pencil, um, I was so determined to use it because it was good, even the quality and everything. But now there was this guy in class who I really hated. and Or hate is a really strong word because, you know, kid drama. And so I remember they didn't have a pencil. I was writing with this HP and when I had them asking for a pencil, I remember hiding the HP, then using the rubber one. So that I just pretend like I don't have an extra pencil and keep using this one. So even though they come, they'll be like, yo, me, I just have one pencil I'm using and it's not even the best quality and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm using it. Like I was so determined to make sure they are not succeeding. Like I, I could not even think of the idea of giving them the less quality pencil because as long as they're having a pencil, they're thriving. So I'm so determined to make them lose 
at the expense of my success as well right so we end up losing both because i'm using a poor quality pencil no mse atapataki hp mahali hapo kuna mtu akona pencil mbili lakini mimi bado nimeendelea hapa kutumia nini so that's that's the concept that i'm talking about kind of the concept and it goes on a lot the book gives a really good example about divorce which is there it's very amazing i recommend get the book you you read about that there number 5 our fifth mentality type it's it's the win type literally win type so these people they don't necessarily want someone to lose right for them what really matters is that they get what they want like they get their way so you'll find that they these are people non jonga otonesamanga god for us all one man for themselves ndiwa like they secure their own needs and they expect you to take care of your own problem like you'll come on a negotiations or to say mommy i want then they'll make sure that whatever they are getting is aligned to what they want and then they leave you to deal with your ish right so these are the winner mentality type now we have looked at the five mentality types and you might must be wondering okay fine now i'm sure mejiskia we all know we fall here oh no no you fall here and you might be wondering okay fine out of all this which is the best out of the win win the win lose the lose win the lose lose or the win which of this should i live by if i'm going through life what mentality should we live by because all this will determine your human interaction they'll determine your success in some areas of life they'll determine how much you lose they'll determine how generally your quality of life so which one is the best so the book clearly states that it honestly depends it depends like think about it this way if say for example you are playing a football match like you know there's only two way about it you either win or lose right you either win or lose if you win the other team loses so it's a win lose situation right if you're in a relationship so let's say you're in a relationship and you got into argument with a, your significant other and for some reason this issue for you it doesn't really matter right it's it doesn't hold water it doesn't it's really it's really trivial for you so it will get to a point where by you're like okay fine because I'm the bigger person here let's have it your way let's have it your way this time and it doesn't even have to be an argument sometimes even when you're choosing a movie to watch or when you're choosing a place to go for a date sometimes you're like okay fine last time i had my way this time have your way so in this in this situation it's a lose win situation for you right so you're exercising some form of maturity or wisdom and you're accepting yourself to lose for the sake of the other one because your love for them is more than that trivial decision right and you're willing to actually let them you pick this time right i'll go with whatever you want so that's a lose win situation if for example you had a loved one or a family member or a brother or a sister or a mother or father who their life was in danger so let's say god forbid there's a fire and you know your little brother is inside there and uh, you know amongst your little brother being inside there there are other people inside there as well right you will be so determined <clears throat> to win or to go inside and get your little brother without even thinking of the rest i know it sounds bad but your first priority will be your little brother before even you start thinking of everyone else in this area you exercising the win mentality literally you just want your soul determined to make sure you get what you want in this in this situation your little brother and save him right so the best answer the best answer according to steve covey is that the type of you know paradigm you decide to pick in terms you know in regard to human interaction is all 
dependent on reality. So you have to be shrewd enough, very shrewd, to judge what needs what, right? So what, this situation, what does it call for me to take? Remember, if you're playing a football match, if you're in a relationship, if your loved one is in trouble, all these, take them, copy-paste them in your own circumstances, right? Like you have to be very shrewd. Which ones do I take? The mistake that most of us do is applying one mentality or using one paradigm across all situations. So so kawe ni mtuwa win-lose, utatumia win-lose, ata kwa normal conversations with friends. Literally, a conversation turns into a debate. And next minute, people are flipping chairs all over. That's the mistake. We tend to stick with one and identify ourselves to it. So you end up, yo, uh, we're trying to eat food. Let me win food before you, right? And we actually, and sometimes it's not our fault. It's just that these, these are things that are really etched in our minds as we grow up. However, with all that said, you realize that the win-win mentality is more viable in most situations because let's be real most situations in life are generally or are mostly interdependent realities right so you'll find situations that need it's sort of like a quid pro quo like they're very interdependent like you'll always have an extra party so you'll always find yourself okay fine let's try and settle for a win-win situation what you'll also realize and take notice of is that the lose-lose mentality is the worst in fact here i'll encourage you as much as possible don't apply it everywhere. Remember, these are people who are two people operating from a win-lose mentality. So they are so egocentric, and that's why you see a lot of fights, even with our leaders. You see a lot of um, misunderstanding, people keeping grudges for like 10 years because of something they did not agree on 10 years ago. So it's the worst, and I would encourage you not to even, you know, partake it. If you find someone you still push, sometimes they say a good day for the ego is a bad day for the soul vice versa. A good day for the soul is a horrible day for the ego. So always try and plunder your ego. Like step on it. Like you'd rather just be the mature person and say, okay, fine, let's do this. We'd rather have a win-win or a no-deal situation. Like there's no need of us arguing. Let's have a win-win. If not, let's just have a no-deal. Walk away. It won't harm us. It won't kill us. At the end of the day, we keep living our lives separately. That's it from me and I'm hoping that you enjoyed the episode. I'm hoping that this will fuel you and help you with your transcend uh, and rising above your average self. I, like I told you, come on, look new. I told you, I told you, I always know how to do my work and I'm hoping that you've enjoyed so kindly. The least you can do for me, honestly, is um, first of all, subscribe to the, to the podcast if you can. Um, leave a review if you can as well. But most importantly, do share the podcast with people that you really care about. Because as I I, as I prepare these episodes, I really do genuinely think of you and, and, and really think what will hit home, right? So if there's anything you'd love for me to talk about in future episodes, do um, reach me out at Kevin's Pod. That's on Instagram. Uh, use the direct message. I'm always available to reply. And also tag us on your screenshots and um, let us know that you listen to the podcast. It does, does, it does us a lot of good. And when I say tag us, I mean myself and uh, Will King Studio. So tag Kevin's pod at Kevin's uh, underscore pod and Will King Studios at Will King Studios who are actually powering our episodes and our podcast in general. With that said, I would love to end it there and ask you to have a beautiful time wherever you are and do come back here next week for an amazing episode. We are almost 
going to the guest episodes and uh, we have a part two that was very much requested um, of a previous episode that we did featuring Velma Mwikali. So we are working on a part two of a story where she got pregnant uh, at, at 18, you know, lost the second child at 20. We're having a part two. What will you say? My story, no, this happy ending or something. <laughs> Let's just have a part two. So we're going to have that. Um, and before I leave, congratulations again, Rita. And um, do enjoy yourself. Bye.